Are you trying to squeeze the starting solid food stuff into your already busy schedule? Well, I have an all-in-one done-for-you solution that's going to take the guesswork out of feeding your baby. My online program is called Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro. It contains all of my baby led weaning training videos, the original 100 First Foods content library, plus a 100-day meal plan with recipes like the exact sequence of which foods to feed in which order. So if you want to stop trying to piece all this feeding stuff together on your own, I would be honored if you would join me inside of the program. You can get signed up at babyledweaning.co slash program. Checking in about food allergies and introducing allergenic foods. And have you done peanut with your baby yet? Well, intact nuts and thick globs of nut butters like peanut butter are choking hazards for babies, but we want to get that peanut protein into your baby early and often in order to help lower the risk of peanut allergy down the road. My absolute favorite way to introduce peanuts for babies is using the Puffworks Baby Peanut Puffs. So When you hear puffs, like you're probably like, oh, those starchy little puff things. Like, no, no, no. Not the little ones that earlier eaters can't pick up. Those kind of crappy puffs from the store that have added sugar and refined grains and lots of salt. Uh uh. The Puffworks baby peanut puffs have no added sugar. They have just a smidge of sodium for preservatives, and they are the perfect size for baby led weaning. They're about the size of your adult pinky finger. So, you can, baby can pick them up, self-feed them, but they're so soft that they dissolve in your baby's mouth so you can introduce these peanut puffs even before your baby has teeth. Puffworks also makes a baby almond puff for the safe introduction of a separate allergenic food category. That's tree nuts. And now, finally, Puffworks put out a combo case. So it's half baby peanut and half baby almond. So if you want to grab one case, then you can knock out two new allergenic foods. We do these on different days, though. These are just the no-stress, low-mess way to get peanut and tree nut out of the way. So you can get 15% off everything at puffworks.com when you use the affiliate discount code BLWPOD. That's a new code. It's BLWPOD. Use that sucker at checkout at puffworks.com and get peanut and tree nut safely out of the way. And you hear all about these different, you know, reliable signs of readiness to eat. In my opinion, as a registered dietitian specializing in baby led weaning and infant feeding, the most important reliable sign of readiness to eat is your baby's ability to sit on their own relatively unassisted. That is the indicator they're showing you there that they have the requisite trunk strength and head and neck control to facilitate a safe swallow of something that's not infant milk. And spoiler alert, that's not going to happen prior to six months of age. And also your baby might not be sitting on their own right at six months of age, and that is perfectly fine as well. A lot of babies, they're six months plus one week or six months plus two weeks, sometimes even six months plus three weeks before they're able to sit on their own. And that's perfectly fine wait until they're showing you that they're ready and safe to swallow anything except infant milk. Hey there, I'm Katie Ferraro, registered dietitian, college nutrition professor, and mom of seven specializing in baby led weaning. Here on the Baby Led Weaning Made Easy podcast, I help you strip out all of the noise and nonsense about feeding, leaving you with the confidence and knowledge you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods using baby led weaning. Well, hello and welcome back. In this episode, I want to share five reasons not to start solid foods prior to six months of age. I get emails every day. A lot of times these are questions coming off of my online webinar. So I teach a free video workshop called Baby Led Weaning for Beginners. And at the end of it, there's a Q&A section and parents can type in questions and then they come into me as an email and I respond to the email. And so many of them are like, my baby's four months of age and my doctor told me to start solid foods or my mother-in-law is giving me grief saying that baby's hungry and needs to eat more food, but he's only five months of age. 
or my baby's five and a half months of age, but not sitting on his own yet. And my doctor's saying I should start solid foods. And parents feel so much pressure to start solid foods early. So in kind of a short mini training episode, like I do here every Monday, I want to share five reasons why you don't want to start solid foods prior to six months of age. And stay till the end because I'm going to be sharing with you the most dangerous thing that happens when we start solid foods early. Again, not to scare you, but just to incentivize you to really wait until your baby is ready. So the first reason why we don't want to start solid foods prior to six months of age is that your baby is not developmentally ready. So infants are typically not developmentally ready for solid foods prior to six months of age. Sometimes we hear this from grandmas, let the baby be a baby, okay? Your baby's body is still maturing, okay? Their motor skills, their ability to sit up, their ability to grasp objects, they're not sufficiently developed for safe and effective eating by six months of age. So from a developmental standpoint, we know, like think about your baby, when they can't sit up on their own and they're slouched over, how can they possibly safely swallow soft, solid strips of avocado if they can't even sit upright on their own. So from a physiological, physical development standpoint, your baby is not yet ready. The second reason why we don't want to start solid foods prior to six months of age is because of the increased risk for food allergies. Okay, We know that early introduction of allergenic foods, we, we want you to introduce allergenic foods early and often, but there is data to show that very early introduction, sometimes parents freak out. They're like, well, I got to get these allergenic foods in as early as possible to help reduce the risk of food allergy. We actually have the opposite of the desired or intended effect, which is you can actually increase the risk of food allergies if you introduce them too early. And I'll share the references for each of these in the show notes for this episode, which you can find at blwpodcast.com forward slash 387. So when your baby is showing the reliable signs of readiness to eat and they're safe to swallow anything that's not infant milk, so breast milk or formula, then yes, hit the ground running. We do those allergenic foods. I do one new allergenic food each week as part of my baby led weaning with Katie Ferraro program. We start in week one. So by week nine, your baby has had all of the big nine allergenic foods. Those are the nine foods that account for about 90% of food allergy. Now there is a caveat here for a very, very small subset of the population. For the babies who are identified as being at high risk for peanut allergy, those babies may benefit from introduction of peanut protein a little before six months of age. But this only applies to you if your baby is in that high risk category. And the current guidelines say that babies are at high risk for peanut allergy if they already have an egg allergy and or severe eczema. So I'm not talking about the run of the mill eczema that all babies have. We're talking about severe eczema diagnosed by a pediatric dermatologist or allergist. You know, if this is your baby, you need to be talking specifically to your pediatric allergist, not just your pediatrician. You need a referral to a pediatric allergist who will guide the introduction of at least peanut protein, which may occur prior to six months of age. For the rest of you, the other 99% of the babies out there or parents of the babies listening, wait until six months of age. There's no data that shows that starting the allergenic foods prior to six months of age is any more protective than if you wait till six months of age. And from a safety standpoint, we know your baby is not safe to eat anything except infant milk prior to that age. The third reason why we don't want to start solid foods prior to six months of age has to do with nutrient needs. So as a registered dietitian, I'm very interested in helping parents understand that breast milk and or formula, so infant milk, is sufficient to meet your baby's needs for the first six months of life or six months adjusted age if your baby was born prematurely. If we introduce solid foods too early, we displace the nutritionally complete liquid of breast milk or formula, which could potentially lead to nutrient imbalances. 
So if you look at the World Health Organization, the American Academy of Family Physicians, the American Academy of Pediatrics, they all recommend exclusive breastfeeding for the first six months of life. That's because breast milk is sufficient to meet your baby's needs. When your doctor comes in and chimes in at four months of age, oh, start white rice cereal at four months of age. To me, that is a anti-breastfeeding message. You are confusing parents. You are telling them that the breast milk or the formula is not sufficient, and that is not true. Starting solid foods too early displaces the important nutrition from breast milk. There's absolutely no reason to start solid foods early. There are only potential drawbacks. So that's the third one from a nutrition standpoint. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, but I'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. If you've been thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online experience. All you do is just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. I used to think therapy was just for people who have experienced major trauma, but therapy can help you be at your best no matter what you're going through. So whether it's to learn new positive coping skills, set more realistic boundaries, or just show up as a better version of yourself, BetterHelp is here to help. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can help you get there and BetterHelp can help you. Visit BetterHelp.com slash weaning today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash weaning and get 10% off your first month. The fourth reason not to start solid foods prior to six months of age is because of the increased risk of choking. Okay, your baby who is not six months of age, who cannot sit up independently on their own, they are not demonstrating the sufficient core strength and head and neck control required to safely swallow solid foods. Just because you can shove a spoon of pureed food down the throat of a four-month-old certainly does not mean that you should. Putting anything in a baby's mouth, including a spoon, can be a choking hazard. It is imperative to wait until your baby can sit up and they're showing that reliable signs of readiness to eat, okay? Being able to sit relatively independently, to me, as a registered dietitian specializing in infant feeding and baby-led weaning, that is the most important sign of readiness to eat after your baby being six months of age. So we don't even consider solid foods until six months or the six-month adjusted age if your baby was born prematurely. And then we want to make sure that your baby is also able to sit on their own. And those two things will not happen until the six-month mark. And for a lot of babies, spoiler alert, your baby's not going to be sitting right at six months of age. It will be six months plus one week or six months plus two weeks, six months plus three weeks. Sometimes babies will even go till seven months of age. That's unusual, okay? but it's not indicative of something like horribly wrong. I just was working with a good friend's baby, our friend who helped us launch our YouTube channel. She had her third baby. She wants to do baby-led weaning. Baby was seven months plus two days before she was sitting on her own. She's now eight months of age. She's cruising along trying new foods. But the mom is so grateful that she didn't start solid foods early. So this is already so stressful. I can't imagine how stressed I would be if we were trying to do this when she wasn't even sitting up on her own. So the increased risk of choking is the fourth reason not to start solid foods before six months of age. Now, the fifth reason not to start solid foods prior to six months of age relates to a topic that I don't talk about very much, but is the link between overfeeding and unwanted weight gain. Okay, early introduction of solid foods may lead to overfeeding because since we know the baby can't successfully feed themselves prior to six months of age because they don't have, again, the physiological 
ability to sit up on their own. They don't have the motor skill set to pick the foods up and bring them to their mouth. The assumption there is that an adult is feeding the baby. And if adult is feeding the baby, the adult is the one driving the eating experience. The adult is the one deciding how much, how fast, how often the food should go down the baby's throat. That is not baby-led weaning. That is conventional adult-led spoon feeding. And we know that that very quickly overrides the baby's ability to learn how to recognize and respond to their internal hunger and fullness cues. Okay, we talk so much. I do a lot of work with the WIC program and a lot of the education in breastfeeding is all about responsive feeding, responsive breastfeeding, responsive bottle feeding, looking for and honoring the baby's hunger and fullness cues. What do babies do when they're hungry? They cry. What do babies do when they're full? They turn their head away from the breast or the bottle. Why then at six months of age, do we rip away the baby's autonomy and their ability to do that and start arbitrarily force feeding them amounts of pureed foods that we decided was correct for them? Okay, with the baby-led approach, it's just an extension of the responsive feeding methods that I hope you're employing in the first six months of life. Look for your baby's signs of hunger. Give them lots of opportunity to learn how to eat because early on in the weaning period, they do not know how to use food to make that feeling of hunger go away. Let them experience that food. That's why we let the baby sit in the high chair one to two times a day for up to 20 minutes a day, starting at six months of age. I know they're not going to eat very much. They're getting most of their nutrition from infant milk but they're never going to learn how to feed themselves if we don't give them ample space and opportunity to practice feeding themselves. And if the alternative is, oh, I'm stressing out, they're not getting enough, so I'm gonna shove this food down their throat. Well, all you're doing is conditioning that baby to override their internal hunger and fullness cues, which down the road can lead to overeating and unwanted weight gain. So it's not something pleasant to think about, but know that all of these things are intertwined. We want to wait until six months of age because from a nutrition standpoint, your baby doesn't need anything except breast milk or formula until then. From a physiological or physical development standpoint, your baby cannot sit up on their own yet. They cannot support a safe swallow if they are not demonstrating the appropriate trunk strength and head and neck control. There's increased risk of choking. There's increased risk of food allergies, and they're not developmentally ready. So if you needed any inspiration to wait until six months or beyond to start solid foods, I hope that helped you out. I'll link the references that I used to put together this list in the show notes for this episode, which you can find at blwpodcast.com forward slash 387. Thank you to our partners at Airwave Media. If you guys like podcasts that feature food and science and using your brain, check out some of the podcasts from Airwave or online at blwpodcast.com. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>